just in case you didn't quite pick up the true reason behind Christmas last week, St Paul summarises it today for us in one sentence. When the appointed time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, born a subject of the law, to redeem the subjects of the law, and here it is, to enable us to be adopted as sons, sons and daughters. Although he was fully God, Jesus willingly took on our limitations so that we might receive his abundance. Jesus came to heal our humanity so that we might share in his divinity. This is why the first Christmas happened, so that we could step into a whole new identity as sons and daughters of God, which means that we can now relate to God in a new and an intimate and a personal way. We can share in the same communion with the Father as Jesus. And it's through that communion, it's through that relationship that we realise our deepest purpose. And our deepest purpose is, is not just to know the Father, but to become like him. That, that's what our life is really all about. At Christmas, God became like us so that we might become like God. Our greatest purpose is not to build big business or grow the greatest parish or, um, I don't know, travel around the world and have all the best experiences. It's not even to get married and have a family, as noble and as beautiful as that is. Our most important purpose is to reflect the image of God and to do whatever helps us to do that whether it's getting married or whatever else. This is our deepest, most satisfying, most important purpose, to carry the heart of God to people around us, which, of course, is a heart of love. And in our, our first reading today, we get a great insight as to what this heart looks like. We're back in the Old Testament here. And... Um, God's people had just escaped from many years in exile in Egypt. They escaped under the leadership of Moses and they were on their way to the promised land. But in order to get there, they needed to go through this desert, right? This harsh, dry, barren desert. That's sometimes how it works in the spiritual life, you know. In order to get to the rewards, first not always, but sometimes we, we need to go through a, a period of kind of dryness, of testing, where our faith, our trust in God is really tested. Anyway, God knew that this period in the desert would be difficult for his people. He knew that some of them would want to give up. He knew that some of them would doubt, that some of them would start to complain. So again, as we heard today in our first reading, God steps in. And do you notice that he doesn't take away the challenges of the desert? He doesn't relieve them of, of that, um, those kind of trials. But what he does do is he trains Aaron and his priests how to bless the people so that they would have every spiritual help they needed to keep on going. 
to not give up when it got tough, to not allow their doubts to get the better of them. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, Say this to Aaron and his sons. This is how you are to bless the sons of Israel. And then God goes on and gives them this formula for invoking his blessing, which I'm sure many of us have heard before. Now, the people were not asking for God's blessing, but God wanted to give it to them anyway because that is God's heart. I hope you know that. God wants to bless us. God wants to give you everything you need to know him and to follow him and to become like him. He will never hold those graces back from you. And what I love about this moment between God and his people is that they had already been blessed so much that God had just saved them from Pharaoh. He'd liberated them from the Egypt. He was leading them towards the promised land, but still he wanted to bless them even more. You know, I used to have this fear that my blessings would run out. Have you ever had that? It's like things are going well and you're thinking, oh, right. Oh, bad stuff's going to come, you know, as if God only has like a... A quota for every person, right? It's like, okay, that's my quota for um, Jan, and um, that's it. He's hit his quota, so now bad things. That's how I used to think. I don't know if you can relate, right? But over the years, I've realised that God actually wants to give us more and more, and I've realised this through my experience, that there is no scarcity in God's heart. That's not a quality that God has. We have that. We, we fear, we worry things will run out, but, but God is just abundant. In fact, God will give us as much as we are willing to receive, not necessarily what we want, but of what we need to do his will. God wants to give us all the grace we need to know him and to trust him and to follow him because he knows that that is what will ultimately lead us to true life. Here's the summary of my message today. Christmas happened so that we might be elevated to the identity of a son and a daughter of God and become more and more like our Heavenly Father, the one whose image we are created in, if you remember from Genesis. And to be like our Heavenly Father is to have a heart that wants to bless others, whether they deserve it or not. That's God's heart. He makes the sun shine on the good and the evil. In God's heart, there is no jealousy, there's no stinginess, there's no criticism, there's no comparison. There is just a desire for others to be loved and to truly come alive. The... Catholic Catechism says that every baptised person, I assume that's most of us here, every baptised person is called firstly to be a blessing and also to bless. I'm not sure if you realise that. God wants to bless you, yes, but he also wants to use you as a channel, as an instrument of his blessing to others. And, of course, there are certain blessings that only priests and bishops can give, right? Few. But 
through our baptismal priesthood. We're all priests through our baptism, right? By being sons and daughters of God, each one of us have the spiritual authority to claim God's blessing on others. So I want to encourage you, when you say God bless to someone, really mean it, right? Say it from your heart. Stand under your father's authority and claim his blessing upon that person. Parents, I want to encourage you to to pray over your children. Claim God's blessing upon them, at least until until they get that age where they don't let you do that anymore. But, you know, while you can, pray over them, bless them. Spouses, pray over one another. Call down God's blessing on each other. When you have guests in your home, do the same thing. And you might think, oh, that might be a bit weird, you know. (laughs) I'm not sure all my guests would be up for that kind of thing, but give it a go. Yeah, you might look a little bit strange, but you might also change their lives through your blessing by invoking God's blessing upon them. You know, I was reminded of this um, experience I had myself a number of years ago, I was travelling to Europe and I was on a, a trip from Singapore to London and um, I was sitting next to this young couple. They were moving from Australia, moving over to London for a year. And um, we just got talking and anyway, towards the end of the trip, I, I asked if I could pray with them. I just, you know, just to bless them in this new kind of season of their journey and, and they, were, they were open to it. I was a little bit nervous asking them, but they were open to it, right? So I prayed with them and, and that was it, right? Um, about two or three years later, I received this email um, which all the, pre- all the priests, all the parishes in Melbourne had received. It came from the diocese. Um, this couple had come back. They were getting married. And uh, I don't think they were particularly practising their faith. Um, but they remember this priest you know, that they met on a plane. And so um, they sent this letter, you know, and I was reading it. And I thought, Singapore, London, 2008. That was me. (laughs) That was me. Anyway, so I contacted them and they come down to Melbourne. They live in in, um, in New South Wales and they shared with me how much that prayer touched them. You know, they they were quite um, anxious about moving over and they said that that prayer just sort of gave them peace. You know, and then I went on to marry them. I've just been up recently, baptised their first child. And, you know, you never know. You never know what your blessing, what, what kind of impact it will have in people's lives. Sometimes you'll hear it, but most of the time you, you'll never know. We are all called to bless, right? And, and, and sometimes that's through our prayers, through our words. But even more importantly, as the Catechism says, we're also called to be a blessing through our actions, Right? through the way that we live our lives. I want you to listen to how God wants to bless us. I want to come back to this first reading now. The Lord says, he gives, a, he gives them this prayer to invoke his blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he let his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he uncover his face to you and bring you peace. Firstly, God wants to keep us. He wants to guard us. And in a particular way, God wants to guard us, not just physically, but he wants to guard our minds and our hearts. 
He wants to protect us from discouragement, from doubt, from unhelpful thoughts, from holding on to negative opinions of ourselves. Now, maybe you can bless others in that same way. Maybe you can help guard someone that you know that might be struggling a little bit with the way that they think, the way that they see themselves. God also wants to let his face shine on us. He, he, wants, he wants us to know how valuable we are to him, how much he delights in us. Maybe you can bless others in the same way. Maybe there's someone in your life and you can just use your words and be a bit courageous and let them know how valuable they are to you. Let, your faith, let, let, the, let the face of God shine on them through your affirmation. God also wants to be gracious to us. God wants to be with you in your failures. He wants to hold you in your mess with his compassion and with his mercy. Maybe you can be the same towards others. Maybe you can bless others in that way. You can just hold people in their mess rather than sort of criticising and judging and telling them what to do. And You just hold them. Maybe weep with them. There are so many ways that we can be a blessing to others through the way that we live. Today, I want to encourage you just to choose one way. Ask God to give you one way of being a blessing over this coming year. One way that, that you, you might seek to really grow in, to develop. You know, When I was in my early 20s, I got to know a priest in my local parish in Sydney. His name was Father John. He's, he's passed away now, but I'll never forget him because of the way that he blessed me. He, he, it was quite simple, really. He just went out of his way to get to know me. And, and he would he'd do this so gently, but he, consistently he, he just kept pointing out the qualities that he saw in me. He gently encouraged me. And, and that had a very deep impact in me at the time. So maybe some of us can be a bit more like Father John this year. Maybe there is some, someone younger around, a niece, a nephew, a colleague or someone that you can just draw alongside and, and gently just uh, remind them what you see in them. Let them, let, them, let them see the potential that you see in them. Here's my final point. When we are a blessing to others, there is an enormous payoff to us because our blessing opens us up more fully to the blessing of God. The blessing we give to others first moves through us. It first touches us. Every time we bless others, we become more and more like our Heavenly Father, who is blessedness itself. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate, or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.